Hello, personalities. It's Sunday, February 14th, 2021, and the 35th episode of Personalities of the Tarot with Elizabeth Sear. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of the book Personalities of the Tarot, a guide to know thyself through astrology and tarot. It's currently out of print, but will come back sometime in the future as a revised and expanded second edition. So keep checking this podcast or get updates on my website, elizabethsear.com. We're halfway through Mercury Retrograde. Uh, Who else is feeling that energy? It's absolutely kicking my asteroid, especially since I work in travel with an emphasis on communication. Thanks a lot, Mercury. But it's also a good time to revisit, review, and revise. Just try not to sign on the dotted line until the end of the month. Okay, as we work through this last half of Mercury's retrograde, we move into the last decan of Aquarius with the energy of the Seven of Swords, February 10th through the 19th. So February 10th through the 19th. We're coming out of the period of the Six of Swords where we may have been feeling a little blue with a need to move or change things up in our lives. The Seven of Swords is traditionally known as a card of deceit. More often than not, I see it as the energy of secrets and keeping information close to the chest. Don't forget the song by Mad Season. It's called X-Ray. There's this lyric, when convincing me that you're on my team may not lie to me, but not mentioning. Um, I do have to be honest. I always thought he said by not mentioning, not but not mentioning. Either way, It always reminds me of the Seven of Swords period, so uh, there's that. (laughs) Let's move on. Those born during the time of the Seven of Swords in the third decan of Aquarius may really enjoy their alone time. They prefer their independence and keeping away, staying away from prying eyes. If they manifest their shadow side, and don't forget, no matter how bright and shiny one may be, there's always a shadow side if it's allowed to come out and play. They may have the inability to commit. This late shadowy Aquarian must learn to face the truth no matter the outcome. Otherwise, things often become worse. They should be using their amazing power of thought, but using it for good. And then stop always running from others. For those of all signs now, don't evade the truth. Keep an eye out during this time because uh, because others may be deceitful or they may, may otherwise be acting evasively. The truth may need to be faced no matter the outcome, even or especially if the outcome is a difficult truth. Although your cleverness may help you manipulate a situation, you must be mindful of your words and actions and how they affect others. The energy now is great for taking responsibility and exhibiting mental control and awareness. Don't try to cover your tracks or say things you don't mean. Use your mind and appease the other side while also holding on to your own integrity. Just remember, people will often see through an obvious lie or cover up. It's famous birthday time! Here's a list of those born during this last decan of Aquarius from February 10th to the 19th. As always, in no particular order, we start with Julio Torres. 
Jennifer Aniston, Emma Roberts, Elizabeth Banks, Laura Dern, George Stephanopoulos, Thomas Edison, Burt Reynolds, Natalie Dormer, Cheryl Crow, Kelly Slater, Uzo Aduba, Taylor Lautner, Abraham Lincoln, Charles Darwin, Christina Ricci, Josh Brolin, Bill Russell, Chris McCandless, Chuck Yeager, Mina Suvari, Peter Gabriel, Henry Rollins, Freddie Highmore, Simon Pegg, Sung Hoon, Jimmy Hoffa, Mike Bloomberg, Florence Henderson, Rob Thomas, Teller of Penn and Teller fame. There's no better liar than a magician, I always say. Chris Farley, Susan B. Anthony, Matt Gronig, Gary Clark Jr., The Weeknd, Elizabeth Olsen, Kim Soo Hyun. Anybody else like a little K-drama? Ice T, Eckhart Tolle, LeVar Burton, John McEnroe, Michael Jordan, Ed Sheeran, wow, this is a long list, Paris Hilton, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Billy Joe Armstrong, Jerry O'Connell, John Travolta, Molly Ringwald, Yoko Ono, Dr. Dre, Matt Dillon, Seal, my favorite lawyer, Benicio Del Toro, Jeff Daniels, and Smokey Robinson. And, okay, this is not a political podcast, but I have to admit that I did find it super interesting when researching birthdays for this, uh, for this time period, Alex Jones, Glenn Beck, and Sarah Palin all have birthdays during this period of Aquarius. Um, words used to describe this triumvirate of conspiracy lovers and alternative fact sharers include inflammatory, twisters of truth, likably unlikable, and liars. They have publicly exhibited at different times the dark and shadowy side of the Seven of Swords. Uh, Also, Jerry Springer and Kim Jong-il are Seven of Swords personalities as well. Let's talk about the loving and amazing personality of the King of Cups. He takes over for the Knight of Swords and reigns from February 10th to March 10th. He can soften the edges of the Seven of Swords as he takes us from the last 10 degrees of Aquarius into the first 20 degrees or two-thirds of Pisces. Emotions run high in the watery sign of the Fish of Pisces. I'll be digging more into that. But first, and then I'll talk about Pisces on the next episode. Uh, But first, let's talk about this King of Cups. As a person, male, female, and non-binary, born February 10th to March 10th, he can be emotionally wise, calm, tolerant, forgiving, imaginative, inspirational, and even a healer of emotions and spirit. If he manifests that shadow side, uh, you know the one we've already talked about it, we all have our darker side, which has to be faced. The King of Cups dark side makes him emotionally vindictive, cruel, lazy, a huge drama queen. They can easily become lost in fantasy and they have highly addictive personalities. 
Thing is, they can come across as and uh, actually be trustworthy and reliable, gaining that trust through their show of empathy and understanding. Um, They're normally and likely controlled and quiet, maybe even coming across um, as conceited, although really that's not normally the case. They keep their emotions hidden unless they fully trust that they can get away with sharing them, and that includes the good and the bad. The King of Cups personality can be great for dispensing nuggets of heart and soul wisdom. He just needs to remember to consider others' feelings and perspectives and realize the world doesn't revolve around him even though he is king. For everyone of all signs now, when you pull this card in a reading or walk through this period of February 10th to March 10th, you're being asked to direct your love and intuition. Don't be on autopilot when it comes to your emotions. Feel them, respect them, and understand them. Use your imagination and feeling toward your intentions and integrate your emotions in the art and inspiration of your daily life. This is a great time to truly experience your feelings, allowing them to move you and move through you without harm to yourself or others. Channel your energy into something creative now. Like this king, don't drown in the character of your emotions and find inspiration in your life. If you're having a hard time finding it, be the inspiration you need in your life. The energy of Pisces being watery and emotional, and remember water in the tarot is the metaphor for love, emotions, relationships, creativity, etc. That gives us the power of our emotions. Don't repress them. Respect them. Accept them. Use this time of emotional genius for good, and you can't go wrong. So next week, I'll be back with the very last sign on our astrological wheel, Pisces. I'll be talking about the moon, which covers the entire sign, and the eight of cups, which correlates with the first decon of the sign of Pisces from February 20th to the 28th. Right now, honestly, as I'm reviewing, revising, I'm not sure if I'll come back for a second season of Personalities of the Tarot. I'm really trying to decide if I want to dedicate more energy to it. My day job takes a lot of energy, and I really wish I could do my podcast and readings for a living, but alas, I have yet to find advertisers or financers. Um, If you guys have any ideas, I'm definitely open to it. Mercury retrograde is almost over, so I'm not making a decision just yet. Uh, We just have about 10 more days, and it technically ends on February 21st, but you always want to pad a retrograde beginning and ending. You want to pad it about five days, give or take, on either side of a retrograde. Continue using this time to find ways for renewal. What do you need to review or renew in your life? Think about it. If you're interested in a five-star psychic tarot and or mediumship reading, click the appointment link at elizabethseer.com. I am booking out about three to four weeks right now because I'm only available Fridays and Saturdays. I also do recorded readings and I offer the link for my tarot book, Ex Libris Tarot. Now our mantra for the next week is that we're going to walk with truth and integrity. I walk with truth and integrity. You've been listening to Elizabeth Sear, and I'm grateful for this time with you.